It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Top Stories, it's producer Chris. Now, the countdown was on in April 2010 as the UK learned it was going to the polls. A general election was afoot and the Tories had a secret weapon up their sleeve. It's bugle issue 110, Britain holds its breath. Top story this week, the final countdown (laughs) to nearly 50% of eligible UK voters not bothering to put some paper in a box. (laughs) Yeah, they said it would never happen, John. They said it was an impossible dream. They said no one would have the balls to make it happen. But it's on, John. It is on! <laughs> it's general election time. I see, I got a bit of that wrong. They said it would definitely happen. They said it was a procedural inevitability. And they said no one would have the policies to make it interesting. But it is still on. It's on. Democracy <laughs> it's lives. It's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> 
It might not have received much coverage over here in the US, Andy, but indeed Britain has announced the date of its next election, and it is to be, wait for it, May the 6th. So put it in your diaries, spray-paint it onto your fridge, tattoo it onto your children's foreheads, and everyone, and I do mean everyone, everyone in the world... Take the day off work, May the 6th. Make sure you spend the entire 24 hours sitting in front of your television, flipping the channels and wondering why there seems to be no coverage of the UK election where you are. Before... It's interesting you should say that, because I, uh, I was on a school trip to Greece in 1992, on the day of the uh, general election then. Um, right. And um, uh, <laughs> we were all uh, gathered around. It was, uh, we were waiting for the results to come late at night. But the only international TV channel in this Greek hotel was uh, CNN. Right. And we were waiting for the result of the general election that had been built up as being a hugely significant defining moment in the history of modern Britain. Mm -hmm. The choice between you know, still properly left-wing Labour and the continuation of the legacy of Thatcher. And uh, it was mentioned in about a 30-second final score basically after a 10 minute report about a farmer from arkansas who'd lost a hand in a combine harvest. <laughs> <laughs> um, but wh why hasn't this been a bigger news story around the world this week andy well i think it's because the uk are clearly doing a few things wrong one britain is simply not as relevant as it used to be if it, if it could fix that and once again become a dominant imperial superpower that would go a long way to piquing people's interest Two, where's the razzmatazz? Here in the US, they automatically know when the next election is going to be. There's no element of surprise. So the UK has a huge advantage there with the opportunity to announce it with some spectacle. And they blow it every time. Where was the motorcycle pyramid jumping through a hoop of fire while holding a horticultural arrangement spelling out May the 6th and tulips? Where was it? Instead, it was once again a group of men in charcoal suits reading out a press release. Not, and I repeat, not from the top of a motorcycle pyramid. Come on! <laughs> wow me! <laughs> also, number three, the election campaign is just not long enough in the UK. Four weeks. What? Four weeks? What can you do in four weeks, Andy? The election here in America took a year and a half last time. <laughs> it's like John Adams said, if it doesn't take over six months, it's probably not worth doing. <laughs> he was talking about uh, human pregnancy at that doesn't... point. <laughs> Doesn't matter. And he was biologically correct at that time. Well, um, I don't think everyone is talking about it here, John, other than on uh, the TV news channels where they're obviously massively uh, excited by it. One of the major features of this election campaign, uh, apart from the cynical use of leaders' spouses and the squawkingly infantile poster campaigns, uh, is, uh, is is this it's slightly more Americanized coverage, actually. They, have, they seem to f follow all the leaders around the whole time and interview them about every 30 seconds. In effect, the, the three-party leaders are just on a permanent Twitter feed, a <laughs> verbal Twitter feed. And I, I think there is a large chance that most of Britain will emigrate on May the 5th, just to avoid the end of it. Um, Alistair Darling, the uh, Chancellor of the Exchequer, he was uh, today, uh, yesterday rebutting uh, Conservative uh, financial figures and said these very clever words, what you can't do is spend money you don't know you've got. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, from mm. a man basically holding the purse strings of a government who spent a lot of money that it yep. did know it didn't have, <laughs> that's an interesting sideways step. <laughs>
If you don't know you've got it, you shouldn't spend it. But if you know you don't have it, spend away. That's economics, John. That's why you and me can't do it. We don't have that level of sideways thought. (laughs) David Cameron, the Conservative candidate, is, uh, as part of their manifesto, proposing voluntary national citizen service for all 16-year-olds, where they join a two-month residential scheme featuring outdoor activities and community work. He said, show me a gang taking drugs and I'll show you a group of people who have nothing to look forward to. (laughs) Now, hold on. I mean, that's not strictly true, Andy. I believe they're very much looking forward, for instance, to the next time they take drugs. (laughs) That's the ideal thing on their horizon. And also, not that this scheme doesn't have its merit in principle, but I would question the viability of appealing to a gang taking drugs with a two-month scheme of outdoor activities and community work. (laughs) I don't know, probably just doesn't have the, it's not the same instant adrenaline rush, is it? No, it's a longer high. <laughs> a more sustained high. Just that more ultimately satisfying. <laughs> An interesting fact regarding the UK elections, and one that probably provides a great insight into the British electorate psyche, is that our elections are always held on a Thursday. Now, this is just a convention rather than a full legal stipulation. The original reason for it being that people were not paid until Fridays, so holding polls on Thursdays ensured that they were not too drunk to vote. (laughs) We might want to vote, Andy, but such is our predilection for self-annihilation that we need to be protected from our own bad decisions (laughs) by scheduling the election on the one day a week we are least likely to be unconscious. (laughs) Such is our drinking problem, we need that decision taken out of our hands. And apparently the Electoral Commission has recommended trials of weekend voting as a way of improving turnout. But again, they will just have to be trials, Andy, and I fear that those trials may reveal results of a lot of people vomiting, urinating and falling asleep in voting booths. (laughs) Does that count as a spoiled ballot paper? (laughs) Oh, you know it does. You've chundered on it. (laughs) So that's the ultimate protest vote. Just a ballot paper wrapped up containing a small morsel of sick... (laughs) So for our uh, non-British-based Bugle listeners who might not know too much about them, we are going to be doing a week-by-week series of profiles on the leaders in uh, this election campaign, starting this week with the front-runner, David Cameron of the Conservatives, or Dave Cameron, uh, as he insists on being called, a 43-year-old career politician with a wealth of experience in, for example, well... Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, his big idea that he's thought of recently is this: uh, the the big society. They've been talking right. about the big society, John. This is this is their the the. What does thing that mean, re- Andy? Well, because that's a slightly catchy phrase. What does that actually mean? Those think, two words together. Well, I mean, it, I guess it means that uh, there's a society, and mm-hmm. um, they want to make it. Big. Okay, that's what I thought it meant. Okay, carry on. Okay, but it's it's basically an emphasis on community schemes and volunteer work uh, to basically pick up the slack when the state just can't be asked to do something. Yeah. And it's something of a turnaround for the Tories, of course, uh, who's... uh, Prominent 1980s nation-splitting leader Margaret Thatcher, as the French called her, famously (laughs) said there was no such thing as society. And now Cameron is talking about big society so it's it's quite a turnaround although to be fair to Thatcher she'd got her words mixed up uh, and meant to say there's no such thing as a unicorn <laughs> and um, I would advise all buglers to steer well clear of Thatcher's children's <laughs> literature it is at best dry <laughs> so um, 
Uh, Cameron's other main policy is having a nice wife. Um, but yet again, this just shows the lack of choice in this election campaign, John, because Gordon Brown's wife, she also seems nice. <laughs> and the Liberal Democrat leader, Nick Clegg, his wife, she seems nice too. So right. where's the choice? You know? They're all fighting over the middle ground That's there. right. What about the disenfranchised silent majority who like their politicians to marry total bitches? <laughs> Who's catering for them, John? I think this actually. I think this. There is. I think this might be another reason why people are drifting towards the BNP. <laughs> now, I don't know what Nick Griffin's wife is like, but I do know what Nick Griffin is like, and I'm prepared to go with my hunch that Mrs. Griffin isn't with him for his looks. <laughs> so, uh, as in America now, celebrity endorsements are becoming more and more important in British politics, and the Conservatives yesterday unveiled actor Michael Caine as their support. <laughs> yep, yeah. Michael Caine. Is a Tory, John. No! Yep. Michael Caine is voting Conservative. Yep. How are the mighty swung slightly to the right? Ugh. Um, will that swing it, though, John? Will Michael Caine decide this election? Will anyone be sitting at home on May the 6th thinking, I can't decide how to vote, the entire future of my country is at stake? Well, it's obviously not. It's really just a minor difference in how the accounts are done. But let's spice things up a bit. The survival of Britain is on the line. I can't bring myself to vote for a government that has largely wasted a vast democratic mandate over 13 increasingly irritating years, nor for an opposition that seems to fly with the wind and hasn't entirely left behind its legacy of division, nor for the third party whose name I can't even remember and who believe in bits and bobs of stuff. How to choose. Guide me, O oh Lord. Hang on, is that Michael Caine? I'm voting for them! Yeah, is that how democracy works? It kind of is. You know, he means a lot to people. Personally, I've, for the last 20 years of my life, worn an ankle bracelet that has a WWMCD on it. <laughs> you know, I, he's a guiding light. This gives me pause for thought. <laughs> Would you now vote, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, that, now I'll, I'll swim over no, Andy, just, to get there in time. You know, because he's you know, a fellow film star, of course. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe he's the role model that that your <laughs> lagging democracy is crying out for. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Buglers. Go tell a friend about the show. Maybe put a little written note in their pocket telling them about it with some kind of intimate message about how much you really love them. Also, I guess you could just leave a review or a nice comment for us about the show on a relevant app or thing that you put in someone's pocket. 
in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. <laughs> 